I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Football Rambles Guide 2. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Lucian Hunter-Raja. A treble is a rare thing in any league, but Jose Mourinho is a rare manager. I was rude. In any era. But I was rude, we didn't need it. In the 2009-10 season, his interside would win Serie A, the Coppa Italia, and the Champions League to become the first Italian club to complete the treble. Still at the peak of his powers, Mourinho assembled a team of warriors and set about making history. He would call on the prolific brilliance of Diego Melito, the guile of Samueletto, the craft of Wesley Snyder, the machine-like consistency of Javier Zanetti, and of course, Javier Zanetti's hair. Walter Samuel and Lucio formed one of the toughest defensive partnerships ever seen at the top level. A young Mario Balotelli had the world at his feet. Goran Pandev was there as well. Inter hadn't won Europe's elite competition for 45 years and on their way to that historic victory they'd vanquish old friends and old foes, infuriate pretty much everyone and write themselves into legend. History for Inter Milan, the first Italian treble winners. It was dramatic, it was attritional and it was brilliant. So this is the Football Rambles Guide to Inter's treble winners.
Well, 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 gentlemen, here we are, gathered once again to talk about something Jose Mourinho did. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the good things he did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, With some horrible things along the way. That, that, the man will... That's who he is. It, that's who he is, Jim, uh, of course. And Inter, they are one of only seven teams to uh, to have captured the continental treble. And that includes, the, of course, the European Cup or Champions League, as it's known now. Um, and uh, the clubs who have done this, Ajax, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Celtic, Inter, Manchester United and PSV. Uh, we may add Manchester City to this list by the end of the week, of course. A treble is a very, very rare thing, as we said. Um, you know, Celtic did it in um, uh, the 60s. Tended to be like one a decade. PSV mm. was in the, the 80s. Uh, Manchester United in the 90s. Um, and then it kind of, in the recent years, it's kind of gone a bit crazy. We've seen Barcelona do it twice. twice. Uh, in recent seasons, we've seen obviously Inter are in there and Bayern as well. So, I think sometimes we can forget just how rare it is, despite it happening a few times in the last yeah. sort of ten, fifteen years. I think it's probably indicative of um, the powerful, um, the teams with the most financial power consolidating that power, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, indeed. And I suppose that's why this stands out. Yes, because Inter. This wasn't it, this. Was yeah, it? even when they, at the start of that season, mm. midway through this season. There was a sense that yeah, they're not that team. There was it was not something that was ever really on the cards until they got to the Champions League final, and you're like, oh well, okay. Yeah, that, that, that's right. So yeah, so um, yeah, forty five long years it had been for for Inter, and of course, Maratti, the owner, his um, his father was the owner at the time in the in in the sixties when Inter had won the the, the all the trophies under uh, Herrera. Mm. Of course, that was the the glorious Inter side, and he wanted to emulate that. And Inter are a funny team like they that are because they've gone a long, long time without kind of winning things at the level they would expect to. They mm. they see themselves as as sort of um, kind of um, put upon and unlucky and yeah. and and frustrating. And we don't necessarily see that mm. so much, but mm. they they have a bit of a kind of hang hang dog mentality almost in some cases because they've had these periods of underachievement and they've you know obviously. Juventus, for various different reasons, have dominated <laughs> Italian football in different in different eras, and, and Milan and, and and Milan as well, of course. And Inter have kind of have um, been just behind them on that. And even with the the huge huge outlay they've spent on players in the mm. past, they've they've got lots of incredible stars. Some of the greatest players in the world played for Inter in the nineties, in particular, and they still couldn't quite seem to manage to even win the league. Yeah, but they've been playing catch-up for a while, weren't they? For many years, you know, people of our generation, you think AC Milan, you think Juventus in, in that time. And then a brief period, um, Lazio uh, as well, when they had a lot of money. Even Roma won, won the league as well. And so when Mancini takes over at Inter, he won their first title, something like 18 years or whatever. And they were winning titles and they were back to the top because, you know, the derby of Italy is Juventus versus yeah. Inter. It's almost like Manchester United and Liverpool, I suppose. You know, Liverpool went a long time without without winning the league and and whatnot, as, as as we know. Even that ascension from Inter mm. came because of the Calciopoli <laughs> yeah. scandal. Sure, And then the various other punishments that were moved out yeah. to the likes of... But they couldn't crack Europe. They yeah, weren't, they weren't yeah, getting near sure. Europe's yeah, yeah, top yeah. prize and there was a frustration there. Mancini himself got frustrated and Maratti got frustrated and, and he would leave the club. You know, So they were dominating domestically. So Mourinho, when he comes in um, uh, to, to Inter, he comes into a side who are sitting at the top, which... You know, wasn't that used to that situation, no. I suppose. I mean, it was with Porto and Chelsea. You know, Chelsea not won a league title, you know, um, not won the Premier League until he took over. 
Um, so he goes in there and there are some Inter fans thinking, all right, go on, what have you got? Because he wins the, the league in his first season there by something like 10 points. Mm. Wins it quite handsomely. <clears throat> Champions League was the same old story though, wasn't it? Champions League was the same old story and people thought, oh, right. Well, is, it was almost a case of, is that it? Mm. You won the league by 10 points. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah. That's in, that's in the bag. All right, we want the European yeah. uh, uh, glory. Which is, you know, that and makes my, it sound he, like he it's... delivered it. <laughs> indeed, but that makes it sound like Serie A is easy to win, but you have to remember the context of Calciopoli yes. and how Inter was suddenly, yeah. they were the favourites. They were. Also, it's important to say that it feels like now, more than ever, there is an understanding that, for example, if Arsenal won the, won the league this year... No one would expect Arsenal to challenge for the Champions League the year after. No. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Whereas back then, mm-hmm. you know, even, even that's only, you know, just over a decade ago, mm-hmm. there was a sense that if you won one of those top three yeah. leagues, that, right, you're in for a shout. You're, you're in with a shout then because you've yeah. had to beat the yeah. teams in your league who are of a certain quality and therefore mm-hmm. could command that kind of real estate at the top of the European game. Yeah, well, Mancini won multiple titles, so he's, he's had various yeah. goes. It's not, as you say, a one-off. They've, they've, there they are in the Champions League again, again, and, and they seem to have a bit of a ceiling there. Um, but then, as we say, enter Mourinho. The first season, it's out the way. They're the champions, and then the second season is is where we we, we see it. So, I mean, this inter side. I mean, the names just reel off the tongue for me. I can name the starting eleven straight away. This this team is one of the most outstanding sides in in my life. Yeah, but they're a funny team, though, aren't they? They're not. They're not the Galacticos. They had to be housed. Well, sort of rather, they were housed at a very specific moment in all their different careers. Yeah. And they were never going to stay there, mm. including Mourinho himself. Yeah. But the moons aligned, didn't they, in that totally. way? It was glorious. There was, it's, you know, I've said before, you know, I prefer AC Milan. You know, they were the team that I sort of, you know, would would, would think of and think of the, the romance and the, and the glory and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. This, is, this, this was a black ops team. Totally, yes. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, if, you, if there was a job to do, like if Sylvester Stallone... He, you know, if he was a football manager, he'd manage these guys. Yeah, probably expendables kind of stuff. They were hard bastards, but they had quality and mm. craft as well. And uh, and, and in, in, you know, incredibly, of course, in that summer of two thousand and nine, their best players, Latin Ibrahimovic, he leaves. But that is the catalyst of all of it, isn't it? Mm. Because this deal was extraordinary at the time. I remember all of us being baffled. So the deal was worth. I remember the number being thrown around was eighty million at the time because it included. Um, Basically, Inter sold Zlatan Ibrahimovic mm-hmm. to Barcelona, and in return, they got forty-six million euros, something something like that, and Samuel Eto'o. Yeah, and Eto'o is far from a busted flush. Oh, it yeah. was it was he's just won the treble. Turned so many heads, and I think there was the issue was was that Eto'o didn't want to play out out wide to so that Messi could play centrally, and that caused a little bit of friction. He then moves to Inter, where Jose Mourinho immediately convinces him to do exactly that, and well, it's fine. But they did so; they had two different systems often. So in in Serie A, they often played like a four four two with a diamond sometimes. But you're right; in European competition, he was like, "You are going to have to do that job again." But yeah. again, the the way they, but this is where Mourinho's sort of silver tongue comes into it. Um, that, that he can convince and he can galvanise and get people... I mean, how they got Etu, you know, when they were courting him, Matarazzi messaged Etu saying, you know, if you come here, we'll win everything. Um, and Mourinho sent uh, Etu a photo of, of the number nine jersey saying, you know, it, it, it's waiting for you. Um, so there's, there's all this yeah. going on. So once you're in... Imagine mm. being charmed by those two individuals. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's a proper... 
bad cop, awful totally, cop. Totally, <laughs> totally. But you're in, you know, if, if you're with them, who's going to stab you in the back? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, well, there you go. Probably, probably them. Yeah. But, <laughs> But, but I think that was... But lovely that was... shop you've got here. Could do with some protection, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, see you later. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. But, I, I mean, it, you know, at times, Etu was playing right back mm. in those games when they were under siege. And, of course, they were under siege because Jose Mourinho teams and Walter Samuel and Lucio and all of them, they love it up them. They, they absolutely, absolutely love it up them. The, yeah. Your worst nightmare is, the, is their holiday, isn't it? <laughs> they, they love playing under those, like, pressure conditions but the thing is obviously Diego Melito's there as well so oh. you've um, we'll come on to how brilliant he is because that certainly deserves its own My breathing goodness. space but yeah. um, they go from having Zlatan to having Diego Melito and Etu and that yeah. is it, it's an upgrade it's, it it's, is. it's, it's, well, with, it's twice as many blokes and with the I, money, I think I think the thing we should say though about Zlatan specifically for people who don't remember that era or yep. weren't around yeah, yeah, for yeah. that era he had outgrown Inter yeah there was Ibrahimovic. a feeling of that but Guardiola wanted Ibrahimovic. Yeah. That, Ibrahimovic's stock now yeah. was Haaland before yeah, he signed yeah, yeah, the City. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But although it was never a good fit, was it? Because personalities no, clashed. But, yeah, but but like Eve, Eve, that was that. If uh, if anything, that shows how, well, I suppose the level that Ibrahimovic was at. That mm. even mm-hmm. Guardiola thought, you know what, I do have my beliefs. Yeah, he is fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And it didn't work out that well, of course, as as we all know. But with with those players moving around, you know, because there were some big players at, at Inter still. Luis Figo was still knocking about. He mm. would he would move on. Patrick Vieira left in 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 January. It was some of them in the twilights of their careers. But a lot of this squad and a lot of these big players for Marina were in their thirties. Um, and and some of the money used from that um, uh, Ibrahimovic deal, you mentioned Melito, Thiago Motta. Yes, I mean, what a man to have! A really, in the team. one of the, one of those repeatedly sung unsung heroes, Thiago yeah. Motta. Goran, Bit of a Makaleli type. Yeah, exactly. Goran, a different type of player, slightly, but yeah. but yeah, I, I, see, I see what you mean. Uh, Goran Pandev, Wesley Snyder, Lucio. I mean, just see Wesley Snyder is 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 interesting because, and again, this this sort of is in. The impact comes from Pep Guardiola's Barcelona because mm. they're so good. Real Madrid are like, we're not having this. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do Galacticos too. Yep. Get the last two Ballon d'Or winners, which was um, Kaká and and Ronaldo. Mm. So that means that Wesley Schneider and Arjen Robben become surplus to requirements at Real Madrid. So in to get Wesley Schneider yeah. for an absolute bargain, and he's fired up. He's got a point to prove. He signs one day. Twenty four hours later, he he, yeah. he pulls the strings in a four nil win over AC Milan. Yeah. Absolutely right. And, and that, that's incredible. Lucio as well is, is knocking on at that point. But Mourinho, essentially, he knew he needed a really mobile centre-back. Mm-hmm. He figured Lucio's probably got a couple of seasons of that left <clears> in yeah. him. Uh, and it's this is it's what we were talking about before, isn't it? It is this bespoke mm-hmm. team for now, yeah. which Mourinho's genius yeah, yeah, has yeah, always yeah. been best expressed when he's, when he's able to get those players yeah. together and not care about the future because he's not going to be there. Yeah. The best I can possibly have now is what he's really, really good at identifying and he he did it to a T here this was a finely tuned machine totally. that would only have worked in that time absolutely and and, and those players that we mentioned Etu and, and and Schneider these are top quality players yeah. um but but they have been frozen out or they've been you know as you say they're angry they're wound up and he's like channel Pandev, that another one at Pandev, Lazio, well, at Lazio was, he, he was sort of frozen out wasn't he and again Mourinho's like oi you come play for me big boy because I'll we'll, we'll, show them. But but Diego Melito um, scored 30 goals in all competitions uh, that year. And trust me, kids, that's a good tally of goals, OK? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, but, but, you know, and the way he finished the season in particular, because Roma pushed them. 
that that season. They only won it by a couple of points. Um, but they need to go and um, was it beat Siena? Was it on, on the last? Well, they, they had a four month period. I think. Well, sorry, three month period between January and April where they were all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. In the league. That's right. They, they were floundering. And that Back when you could do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you could take a month off during the season. Oh, we'll be all they, right. met, they, they dropped a couple of points across three games yeah, yeah, and yeah. they lost by eight points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there was that, that period, wasn't there? You're talking about around, was it sort of winter? I mean, was it in February when they were playing Sampdoria? And Mourinho, again, Master of the Dark Arts. And sadly, we've seen that with Roma and obviously the knock-on effect, you know, with mm. Anthony Taylor. And, and so we, we can joke and laugh about it, but sometimes... There is a sinister side to it, it as well. Indeed. Um, but back here, it, it didn't sort of come across as that. It became, you know, this is a guy who's galvanising his team and, and so on and so forth. And there was that game against, I think it was Sampdoria, who, um, believe it or not, I know they've just been relegated in Serie A, but they were going for Champions League places then. Uh, Inter were down to nine men for a while and managed to get a draw. You know, Sampdoria couldn't score against them, but Marina did that handcuff gesture. Yeah. Do you remember that? Where he's basically saying, we're handcuffed, the referees are against us. I think he gets like a three-game ban for yeah. it or something. I mean, it, it's, uh, let's say, a hot topic in Italy at the time as well, so he knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> he knows, and he's playing... You know, he's playing them all for fools. It galvanises. They, they they get back on the horse and 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 off they go. A little horse. It was a big horse at the time. A huge it? horse, but uh, yeah. But 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 Diego Melito was very much riding that horse all the way. Um, and 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 he <laughs> scores. He scores the winner in the, their last game of the season to clinch the the league. He scores the goal in the Coppa Italia final against Roma, I think it was. And then scores the two goals in the Champions League final. He was glorious that season. And, and 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 with with Mourinho in, the, in that top level of football, and especially that style of play with Mourinho, chances are fairly few and far between. You've got to be like a shark. You've yeah. got to take absolutely everything. And he was lethal, absolutely lethal. And the, but the fact is, they often played, as I say, two or even three strikers up front. You know, but he was the man mm. on point. The finishes in the Champions League final were both yes. exceptional, beautiful, so so good. It's just the, the delay for the first play. one was oh. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And it really pissed me off at the time that he wasn't even mentioned in the Ballon d'Or running. I know the Ballon d'Or is funny because it's a calendar year and all that and individual awards in football and blah, 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 blah. But it still annoys me now, actually, on his behalf, quite oddly. But but he was was basically a victim of Guardiola's Barcelona and not just because of who ended up as that top three, essentially, because it was, Mm -hmm. what, Messi, Xavi, Iniesta. Yeah. Certainly, Messi. Messi is number one. But, but you see the top, the, the, the top. I think was it twenty three names they've got on there. Not, not mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. But but also because so the other point to Messi's uh, sorry Guardiola's Barcelona was the fact that because they were changing the game in such a way, people started losing respect for people who just scored goals. Yeah, like he was only got <laughs> Yeah, he was simply regarded as a striker. Yeah, and and there you know that became a a way of describing someone who doesn't offer much elsewhere. Well, perhaps you, you, you're right when you say he doesn't offer much elsewhere because um, the Argentinian players in this inter-squad would once a week put on a barbecue for, for all the players. And this is, shows you the great togetherness that this side had. Again, Mourinho pulled them all together and they were they were in it. And there was, you know, and, and this kind of team building is very, very important. So obviously Javier Zanetti, the captain of the side, organised the barbecues, yeah, right? Javier Zanetti, we're having a barbecue. Yeah, fine. Uh, whatever. I'll be there. You know, you're not messing When you look it. at that squad, he is very much the dad of that squad. Mm. Yes. but and, and and I think you could predict this before I, I tell you. Um, Esteban Cambiasso, he would go and pick up the meat, right? <laughs> yeah. Presumably he just killed it. 
And Millie Toad eat it? Yeah. yeah. Walter Samwell <laughs> Two-footed was... Two-footed lunge on a cow. <laughs> Walter Samwell was the asador, or the grill master, of course. Like it. And um, according to Dan Stankovic, Milito ate and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could predict it all. Yeah, you could. He you sets could. it up uh, and Milito's like, what? This is a part Feed of the, me. This is the part of the process, right? Yeah. There's literally no point in this. None of us are going to eat Mourinho's it. Mourinho's tricked them all into doing this without yeah, even knowing. Oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. Mourinho's been in their air. That cow slagging you off the other day. Yeah. <laughs> was it a cow? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. He thinks you can't eat all of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Inter's um, progress through the Champions League. So it took them a while to get going. Mm, we saw them lose to Barcelona in the group stages. We, we were did. there. We, we, we saw all, the, all those Spanish men were smoking weed, shelling peanuts and <laughs> laughing every time Barcelona did something good. And, and that's how football works in Spain. Indeed it does. Or specifically the new camp. Yes. Uh, but uh, they were calling Mourinho the translator. They were yeah. booing him. They were jeering him. All that kind of stuff. Um, Fed say he would have the last laugh that season. But but Barcelona was streets ahead of them. Yeah. I mean, this is this was almost peak... Guardiola, Barcelona, they would find that peak probably at Wembley against Manchester United in the final the next season. But it did look like Barcelona were going to be the first side to retain the Champions League. Of course, it would be Real Madrid and under Zidane years later. But when they beat Manchester United in the final in 2009, again, we were also at, uh, Jim, privileged to be there. They looked like they completed football. Mm -hmm. How do you counteract this? And when Inter and and Mourinho go there, they didn't really offer that much, to be honest. No, it was a fairly routine team. Very routine. I mean, Messi and Pedro. Messi and Ibrahimovic didn't even play. Yes. And and they were just... Which was gutting. It was. Um, uh, but they were just, you know, knocking it around and it was a, it was a lovely old job. Um, Inter, they, they, before that, they drew their first three um, group games. They were on the verge of heading out before Schneider bailed them out against Dynamo Kiev. And it's, an, it, you know, they, they weren't having a good time. They, they, they drew away to Ruben Kazan. Marino tells a, a funny story about Balotelli that day because apparently all the strikers were injured and he needed Balotelli. Yeah. And Balotelli had got booked in the first half and he said, I had, you know, you've got like 12 minutes to do a half-time team talk realistically once the players come in and before they leave. And he said, 11 and a half minutes in, the, in that dressing room, I was convincing Balotelli not to get a second yellow card. 15 minutes after the second half, boom. <laughs> but they managed, to, they managed to get a draw. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. But before that semi-final, they played Chelsea. And Chelsea under Ancelotti were a good side. And to be honest, Pope, people would have fancied them against Inter. And Inter win the first leg 2-1, a slender uh, win, of course. And now we know that that's more than enough for Mourinho. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, just, If you lose just by an odd goal to Mourinho side in the first leg, you're done for. Um, and against Chelsea away at Stamford Bridge, of course, all the narrative around Mourinho. And I can remember him saying before the game, I normally get what I want at Stamford Bridge. Well, that was the, that's talk. a famous line. That's yeah. a famous line, isn't it? Because it, because all the Chelsea fans got annoyed by that, mm. and he did it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's true. Well, and but what we didn't know is he said to his players before the match, "No team I coached can beat me." And suddenly, this oh, is that where is, that gets in your head, doesn't it? Well, like I've I've planted yeah, something within yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. I've got a like a like a kill switch that you don't know about, yeah. but I'm going to activate in you. But, but it gets, and so it proved. But even saying that, it gets the hairs on the back of your neck. I've, this is this is years ago. Why are you I... still in the laundry basket? That was an old thing. <laughs> I'm just growing accustomed to it. <laughs> Wheeling in and out. Imagine that. You see, that's what he should have done. Out yeah. for the second half, they wheeled him to the dugout <laughs> in the laundry basket. That would have been a lovely nod. But, uh, but, but the players responded. And this is where you see Inter ignite. This is the moment. Because Etu said, that when he said that, we went out on the pitch with a different determination. We weren't just playing for ourselves, we were playing for our coach as well. That's it when when, when their season suddenly comes. They beat Chelsea away. They then get uh, CSK Moscow in the quarterfinal. Again, routine stuff, win you know, the, the legs by the old goal and all the rest of it. And that's when they get going. Well, the um, it's interesting because if you, if you see the way that people like Frank Lampard, John Terry and Drogba speak about Mourinho when he was at Chelsea that first time they said they basically say when he left mm. because they were all together when he left they were so shocked by it yeah. that they were like they almost felt like they'd wronged him in some way they're like oh he didn't say goodbye that's a bit odd yeah so well, Eden Hazard when 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 Mourinho left Chelsea under you know he won them the league and then he got the sacked second because time, of, yeah, yeah. yeah so Eden Hazard apparently was messaging him going oh, I'm really sorry I let you down and all this that it, is the effect he has yeah, on, on a lot of players but th- this was the this was the first time where it was quite public yeah. in the way that like he wouldn't really interact with them you know mm. like he'd ignore them going down the tunnel and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. give them a pat here and there and they'd like look at him to say whether it, they should say hello or stuff like that oh, the, the, so the, the, he, he and he he did perpetuate that idea that like 
maybe not quite a qu- uh, kill switch, mm. that mm. he had something over them. Yeah. yeah. In in the build up to the this spell he fixture. casts is 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 quite stunning. And of course, when they go and play Guardiola's Barcelona in that semi final, it comes after they've had a bit of a blip. In, in, in Serie A and, and so I mean they won five out of 14 Serie A games between mid-January and mid-April there's that blip yeah but they come through it you know and uh, and Roma had a couple of sloppy results and, and eventually into win the league well I, I think that what I was referring to earlier yeah um, it's interesting to me that you, you've not mentioned that there is the Icelandic volcano yes well, so, so we, yeah. yeah so we come to the semi-final and they play the first leg at home and of course Barcelona have to take a what is it? A thirty coach. a thirty odd hour coach journey to get there. So their preparations are all to cock. Yeah, um, uh, you know, not through no fault of their own. And some people say, "Oh, they, don't take away Mourinho's tactics and the discipline performance." No, no, yeah. no. But but both things happened definitely. Barca go one nil up though. They do, um, and obviously into fight back. And you know, particularly when they score the third goal, they know that they're in the driving seat there massively. And it's it's so fascinating, this mm. situation, because we will never know what would have happened mm. had the Icelandic volcano not intervened. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's a, like, he would just no that team in history wouldn't be disadvantaged by that. Yeah. yeah. But also, yeah. if we didn't have the Icelandic volcano, we would never had that bloke interrupting the Sky News reporter at, uh, was it Edinburgh Airport, just shouting, I hate Iceland! <laughs> <laughs> good point. Yeah, see, Very so, good point, yeah. you know, we, we, in a way, we're thankful. Um, a friend of mine also got an extra week's holiday in Tunisia. Lovely old job. Well done to Inter Milan and Marcus's mate. Yeah. <laughs> Beneficiaries. Indeed. But so, yeah. But even though that they lost 3 1 Barcelona, you have to remember at the time that Barcelona, everyone loved them other than yeah. Real Madrid fans. They were the absolute darlings of football. The away goal felt like an advantage mm. that even, even at 3 0, you would have thought, oh, okay, right. It is Barcelona, though. They can. Pump teams four 0 yeah. if they want to. Mm-hmm. Well, the away goal just gave you a bit, well, moved you a bit closer to that thought that they were going to try out. Well, they yeah. felt invincible at the time, yeah. Yeah. In Completely. the way City do now, exactly the same. Yes, absolutely. It just it, you thought, are oh, they just prolonging the agony or the or the I don't know the the task or whatever for, for, for Barcelona? They lose the second leg one 0 of course, which is which is enough. And and ten men for most of the game. Yeah, and I mean Barca had eighty six percent possession. Do you remember Sergio Busquets? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know after Thiago Motta. Uh, is near him. He, you know, rolling around on the floor, takes a little peek out from under his uh, under his hands yeah. just to check the referee sent him off. It all looks, it all looks very very snide. Yeah. Then obviously they win the game. Barcelona mm. play the club anthem immediately. Yeah. As Inter players and staff are running onto the pitch, Mourinho's pointing at someone up in the gods at the the Camp Nou. We're not sure. No, the Inter fans screaming. are up there. That's who he's pointing at. They put the sprinklers on. Yeah. Barcelona take it really, really badly. It's really mm. petty, really tetchy. Yeah. Inter talk about, or Mourinho talks about, the using those sprinklers to wash off the blood. Yeah. Well, Mourinho also, <laughs> Mourinho also said, I didn't even know the sprinklers were on. I mean, when they win that game, well, yeah, I've said it time and time again on this podcast, and of course, the Guardiola Mourinho episode, we, we, we covered this a lot as well. Um, but it is one of my favourite celebrations from the history of football. Like it just the way he knows, he knows they're going to win the final. Because often you get that, don't you? When you have a massive celebration, when you if you win the semi final, you think, was that their final? Mm. No, no, no. He knew that they would beat Bayern in the final, which is Champions League at the Bernabeu, by the way. But the way that the final whistle goes, and the way he's like on the other side of the pitch, how is he that kind of pace? Etu would have been proud of, you know. (laughs) But he runs around like he's just scored the winning goal. He must have been stretching during injury time. Yeah. 
Because for a man of his age yeah. at the time, to but just he, set off. He's often, you know, got the poker face and, and all that on. But imagine the emotions that are jangling around inside yeah. him. Because he knows if we do this, this is my name is in is in the history books forever. But the the other thing about um, you know, Mourinho talks about the game afterwards about how when they went down to ten men, he said he didn't want the ball. Yeah. So the, the what Barcelona want us to have the ball. Yep. Let, let's just get rid of the ball. Essentially, we don't need it. It doesn't matter how little of the possession. <laughs> Stats. We get at the end. We're going to win the game. Fourteen percent. It's an incredible way to live your life. But, the, but if you if you look at the um, when you rewatch the like I said the longer highlights of this game, there are moments when Barcelona get through into the final third, mm. having beaten the man and, and just have the defense in front of them. Mm. Can't find that final pass because a combination of either Christian Chivu nipping at Messi's heels uh, or Walter Samuel just. Jumping in the way of like lanes, yeah, yeah. they'd clearly done yeah. their homework yeah, yeah, yeah. there, and like it, we're not going to stop them man to man, but we can stop where the ball's going to go. Yes, and they did that brilliantly. Oh, it was just it was inglorious bastard stuff. Do you know yes, what I mean? yeah. perfect. It was, yeah. and and I think that that defense, the way they stood, and they were so airtight. You know, you, you remember the great Milan defense, of course, with Baresi and Maldini and, and all the rest of it. You know, just you couldn't get it, couldn't get through. It was like this to to. To to do a sort of a you know an Alamo job at, yes. the, at the Camp Nou like that was 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 incredible. And then of course the final against Bayern at the Bernabeu where Mourinho would be managing um, soon after that. Yeah, and also I mean it was fairly straightforward. It was fairly straightforward. But but Bayern are one of those teams with a mythology around them as well. The, mm. the idea that anyone's going to go and be favourites against Bayern yeah. seems like a trap, doesn't Louis it? Louis Van Gaal's Bayern. Louis Van Gaal's Bayern. Iron Robin was playing. And of, of course, course Louis Van Gaal was was one of the the. The, the people that had been a big influence on Mourinho and mm. at Barcelona, there was there was so much story to yeah. this season. Yeah, I just and it was mentioned Melito scoring two lovely strikers' goals. Schneider assisted the first goal back at the Bernabeu against not against his old team, sorry, um, you know at the place the home where, of his old team. Yeah, they're absolutely. Yeah, and Schneider would go on with the Dutch uh, at the World Cup. Um, of course, to the final uh, as well. Oh, An amazing year, classic final. And he finished fourth. <laughs> <laughs> he finished fourth in the Ballon d'Or running, which, again, you sort of think to yourself, "What have you got to do?" You know. But uh, anyway, but Mourinho and those players, you see them celebrating on the field after. But it was job done for Mourinho, and yeah. he basically just rides off into the night. Yeah, I mean, so the context behind this is absolutely fascinating because he would go on to join Real Madrid, mm. and he said. He knew that if he went back to Milan, they'd convince him to stay there. Yeah. He'd turned down Madrid a couple of times before. He thought, whoever you are, you can only do that so many times. Mm -hmm. He didn't go back to Milan. Mm. He stayed in Madrid. He didn't even get onto the team bus. Yeah, I think he he, he, he would subsequently go back, of course, and he had to do yeah. with Moratti. But that was when the dust had set. It, it had finished. Well, you know, and that's the when he felt he could do it because they knew, look, I'm here now and you're there, and now I can come back. Well, you're, you know, Jim, your point at the very start of this, like this was the A-team, these were, you know, a group of mercenaries. I, I mean that in the army sense, weirdly, yeah, rather than yeah. the football sense. Um, but this was, this really did feel like, even even if he actually did do it in terms of not going back to Milan, to Milan all those players went off and did their own thing after that. They yeah. they got their last, like, That's right. big payday. That's right. You know, in terms of satisfaction, yeah. um, and you know that Champions League medal, they yeah. all then went their separate I mean, ways. I mean, in a way though, it's like that can't be topped. That's surely the most satisfying way yeah. to have your moment in the sun. It's like it's this is it's impossible for this to be better. So actually, whatever I do next is is fine, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's it. And I think, yeah, I mean, you know, Marathi sold the club only a couple of years 
two or three years after this. He almost felt like, yeah, that's Inter Milan or Internacional, should I say. Thanks very much. Good night. You know, the club was like, yeah, we've, we've got what we came for kind of thing, you know. And we, we haven't even mentioned, you know, Kivu, who was a great yeah. fullback, and Douglas Mykon for crying out loud. Oh, yeah. Mykon scored that goal against Juventus yeah. in the league yeah. um, where they're up against it a little bit. It's nil-nil. They need a win. Ball comes out to him on the edge of the area. He takes three touches with it in the air and mm. then rifles it in for like an incredible volley. Mm. Just... Do yourself a favour and look it up. It's one of the most beautiful <laughs> goals you'll see. Yeah. They had a lot of moments like that. Well, and, and that's it. We, we can talk about them being hard and so on and whatnot, but with Schneider, with the front three, you know, with the with the fullbacks, yeah, a lot, of quality, a lot well. of quality and a lot of technical skill and ability and, and, and so on. Um, and but, the, the power of volcanoes on their side. The power, yeah, yeah indeed. Um, yeah. You it, wonder what Mourinho did, don't you? You still think... That can't be coincidence. Well, yeah, is it, yeah. has, he, has he taken? A, has he <laughs> gone over there on an international break? Put something in that. <laughs> but that image of him hugging Having a world with the underworld, <laughs> <laughs> but with you know the hug Mourinho and Materazzi share. I always thought that was when he's walking away from the club at Milan. You know, it would be years. Yeah, later, so, so, would, so did I. Yeah, you yeah. didn't realise that that is that is in Madrid. That hug, you know, Matarazzi revealed what he said to Mourinho in that moment. I told him, "You're a shit. You're going, and you're leaving us with Benitez. I'll never forgive you." I for mean, it. he clearly didn't. There was no. They didn't know. But it, like, this is t- yeah. I well, hate this. this. Is, I think this is where the myth t- takes over. And but, he said, "Don't worry, I'll take the piss out of him next year, yeah. and he'll be sacked in a bit." Yeah, indeed. But that hug, when you see the emotions, you know, they they knew. But that that and that's Matarazzi hugging him. Is this why you didn't have a return to you when we did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's the thing, like, when you have a team like that, there's such togetherness, and you just talk about the barbecues, and you talk about the, the performances, the results, the trophies. Like, what what do you do at that moment? As you say, Jim, it was like the one final job for for, mm. for a number of them at that level. Of course, it's it's going to be beautiful, it's going to be glorious, or inglorious, depending on how you look at it, and, and it's going to be the best season of most of their professional lives. But that means it will it will it will quickly sprout up and then abruptly it will finish. Yeah, and it must be so gutting that that you think this is over. It'll never be this good. There's a poetry to the fact that Mourinho isn't on the bus at the end. Mm. You know, it's it, it, it was that instant. It was that quick that yeah. this you know this this moment this shone really really brightly and now this part of our lives is over because yeah. the architect of it isn't even here. Yeah, I parked the bus. Now you have to drive it away. Exactly. <laughs> there you are. You see, um, Matarazzi would set up a WhatsApp group for this. Uh, team subsequently um, and Julio Cesar the goalkeeper um, who, who played his part very much in that season said about it the most active guy on it the one who is messaging and joking the most is Jose well so this is the thing <laughs> because if you are a supporter of a club like that yeah. one of the things that you know if it happens to come and go one of the things that you hold on to as you get older and watch your team either continue on that trajectory mm-hmm. or fall away and more often than not it's falling away at that level mm-hmm certainly when you reach that height, is you want to think that that bond between the players yeah. still exists. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. sometimes that manifests itself where they come out at half time, mm-hmm. they might do a podcast somewhere or whatever. But because of the nature of that squad, mm. it's really hard to imagine them like having much in common beyond that mm-hmm. and therefore still being in touch. So that's really nice to hear. Yeah. Well, a lot of them from South America as well. So if they've gone and you know you go living all over the world, all that kind of stuff. Famously, the relationship between the countries in South America are always great, aren't they? Right? Very good, very yeah. much so. Yeah, it's worth pointing out that Marco Arnautovic was in that squad. Can imagine him being very, very vocal on that WhatsApp group. Well, as didn't well. he have put on his? I boots? think they would have been. They would not have invited him to it. <laughs> yeah, or they'd have invited him originally and then kicked him out. 
They invited him for 56 minutes, which I think was the total <laughs> football he played that year. Still, though, part of the squad. Didn't didn't he, he, have some, he had something on his boots, didn't he? Champions 2010 League Champions League, League winner or something. Mm. He didn't play a single minute in the competition. He's technically right, though. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. If he didn't play a minute in the competition... Yeah, but you're in the squad. You're in the squad. Why are you defending Mark on out of it? Yeah, it's a strange one, that. Shame to end on that, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, that, yeah, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for, for, for joining us on another Football Ramble Guide to Remember, we want your ideas uh, for what our next guide should be. Email us, show at footballramble.com or tweet us at Football Ramble with your suggestions. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you, Vish. Thank you. Thank you. Into 2009-2010. See you soon, everybody. Hello everybody and welcome to the Football Rambles Guide 2. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Vidushan Handaraj. <laughs> Don't do that, it's my name. <laughs> the Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.